Come on. Love this song. My conscience on your front doorstep. <laughs> hey there. How, how, is it? how are you? How is everybody? How the devil are you? My little catch line. How the devil are you? How have you been? What have you been up to? Positivity, I hope. I hope you've been spreading the positivity. That's what we're doing for 2024. We are spreading positivity. That's what we're here to do. I didn't really know what to do on a podcast today. It's been a bit of a a bit of a weird time. I don't normally do them on a Sunday because I finish work um, or my little my little bit that I do. Um, I, I finish it late and, I, and I'm like, I don't get back till late. By the time I get my dinner and stuff, I'm like, I'm absolutely exhausted. So it's, um, I'm just trying to set that up right. So yeah, so it's a bit sort of, um, it's, it's interesting. Um, I, I don't, I get a bit, talk, I don't want to sort of jump in and, and, you know, just drone on when I'm tired. I'm like, it normally comes across that I'm tired and I'm like, Oh, he's really not got the enthusiasm, so I don't like doing it. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck, I need to, because I know I've got shitloads to talk about. Um, But I didn't really know what sort of to, where to push it, really. Where to push, what avenue. So I wrote something down earlier on, which is going to help me, it's going to aid me, um, just to try and talk about a topic that I thought about the other day. And I was like, hmm. And that will be a good little topic. Uh, write that down as I do, and um, yeah. And then I wanted to sort of digress. Last week for me was was fucking a complete and utter wipeout. It was a a bit of an emotional roller coaster, if I'm honest, because um, for me I'm in a really. It's in fact actually there'll be a couple of questions I can probably pose to you actually, um, which you oh Christ alive, what's happened here, James? Oh, <laughs> I just knocked me bloody, um, I just knocked me mic. I was like, shit, what's going on? Um, so yeah, I, I, there'll be a couple of questions actually I might be able to ask you. Um, and my listeners, by listeners, I mean my little, my little, uh, my little group, my group of uh, fellow comrades. They listen to this and normally they help me out as well. So it's interesting. I, I, hopefully you'll be able to sort of digress into those and, and maybe have a little bit of food for thought. Maybe you've come across the same sort of situation. I don't know. Um, so yeah, so it, it's been a it's been a roller coaster of a week. I, I was on a um, <clears throat> quite a high profile I, I'm high profile. Probably a, that sounds a bit arrogant. Um, it's not really high profile. I was on a I was on a, a top level, if you like. Um, it's going to sound really boring. P four hundred five. It's called, which is the um, the gold standard asbestos course, if you like. You know, um, it's a week long, five days, and then it's two exams and a and a third exam on the on the Monday, um, and they're two hours long. The exams. So it's pretty intense. You don't have to do the third exam. That's the caveat bit. That's only about half an hour. That's a duty holder one. I'm not going to bore you again, but I'm just giving you a little bit of an idea. It's quite high level stuff. I learned loads of stuff and I've been doing compliance for it for like two years and I've still learned loads. So it's, I walked away and I was like, oh, fucking hell. People have been pulling the fucking wool over my eyes for the last year. So I was like, so as I lifted the veil that they've put over me, I was like, hmm, you wait till fucking Monday morning, boys. I'm coming fucking, I'm coming for you. <laughs> you better fucking lock it up, I'm coming. So, um, yeah, so basically I was, I was doing that. It's a bit of a, uh, like I said, it's an emotional roller coaster, really, because I'm on the close down to, uh, you know, to, to, to finalise my role um, and moving on and, and getting into a completely different role. So it's like a really uncertain time for me mentally. I'm, I'm a bit unfocused because I've got nothing to physically focus on. Um but I've I've still sort of been doing my job. So um, and the way I wanted to do things was slightly different to the way that uh, my team wanted to do things. I was like, I, I want to write it all down. It's easier for me. I like words. 
I don't want to verbalize something because if I miss something, I'll be really fucking upset myself and then people will be coming back to me later on. So I want to do it written form. That's that's met some resistance, let's shall we say, which has exacerbated the, the situation. It's it's removed friendships, um, which was a bit batshit crazy uh, from me. But I, I this is the whole protecting my own mental health thing. Uh, and, and this is something I'll talk to you about, actually. Um, so it, resu- it, it sort of, it, it's just got a bit bitter um, the way I'm left because I want to write things down and people don't want me to write things down because I write things down in length. But that's the way I deal with things. I want to write it down so I know I've got every single detail. Will it probably highlight some failings? Yeah, of course it's going to because I'm writing it down. So if you verbalise something, people can manipulate that. It's it's like fucking history, isn't it? You know, you, if you if you write something down, which is why people I've learned in big corporations don't want to write things down because they know when you write something down, you can hold them to account. And it's there in black and white. There's nothing you can do. It's fucking written from this person. If I verbalize it to him, you can then manipulate my words to make it sound less harsh that you've failed. Okay? And that's the crux of it. That's the reason why I want to write it down is because I feel the organization for me uh, has failed me and failed the system a little bit. So I'm, I, want to, I want to do it properly. And yes, that is not, some people are going to look uh, offensively at that, well they have done, um, but that's the way I want to do it, because I want to know it's done properly, and I want to prove that I've done everything I could in my boundaries. Um, am I going over the top? Possibly, um, but I am because of this, the the area that I work in is safety, So and it works, and I work in asbestos safety, so if I haven't done something right, it's not a case of, you know, someone's fucking got to put a plaster on you know this is this is a, a case where if you don't do your job properly and you know you're all then exposing people to asbestos and potentially giving them something you know lung cancer and asbestosis in fucking you know 20 30 years time ruining their fucking lives so i want to make sure that everything i've done is done properly i'm not brushing anything under the carpet so anyway that's caused some frictions shall we say so it's caused some frictions so that's where my work so i've been trying to learn this exam so learn this course and then ready for my exam uh, and i've been dealing with um, other incidents in work as well in the background and then i was dealing with this and it sort of came at the wrong time so i kind of went look fuck off you know let, let's just fucking park this i've got personal shit going on i've got private life sh- shit going on i've got work i'm you know i've got fucking handover i've got a start of a new job i'm, I'm raising my three fucking daughters etc etc I, I don't need this little pressure here so just i basically typed in an email you know back off <laughs> like literally back off leave me alone okay i'm gonna do it properly i know how to do this fucking back off and then that's where it got to it got quite it's got quite abrupt um that's resulted in people that i thought were friends of mine um basically um completely and utterly casting me aside um in, in the same sense uh, and now i know that that would probably be perceived in some people's well, there's a, there's always a, a two-sided story to everything of course there is but i'm providing what i how i feel now that's that's how this situation's gone for me so again other people will see it as like you you pulled away or you 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 know you you're the one that's got took a new job etc etc so i get that um but what i'm trying to say is i want for, for my mental health and to understand the mental health journey the stuff we talk about all the time 
I want to address my mental health. How is it making me feel? Well, it's not making me feel comfortable. It's not making me feel like I'm I'm happy. I'm uh, you know I'm struggling enough as it is, or we struggle enough as it is in life with, like I said, we you know cost of living crisis and everything's going on, poverty everywhere. You know, there's enough stresses in life. I don't want friendships to make me feel this way. I don't want um, work environments to make me feel this way. So what do I do? I can eliminate that. I just remove myself totally from that situation and deal with it in the the, 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 the most minute um, aspect I have to. So that makes me feel comfortable. And the, the friendships that I thought were friendships have not turned into be friendships. They've turned into a, a, be a little bit toxic for whatever reasons. That's how I've interpreted it. So I've, I've cast that aside and I've looked at it and gone, okay, I had a really good time, you know, in that year with or that two years that I knew that person, people. Um, and, and yeah, thank you. you. You gave me insights and you've helped me and we've had some good times and we've had some bad times along this last two years. But I, I don't foresee, and this is where I'm probably looking for an answer for you, have I taken that a bit too harshly? Um, because I don't know. Um, I don't know if I have done that harshly, but that affected that situation was created by those in that situation there's probably it's there is more details in it um you know but I don't want to sort of sound like I'm being catty and I don't certainly don't want to sound like I'm going oh fucking get a violin out James fucking man up you know so I get that but what I'm trying to say is affecting or, or effectively managing your mental health needs you to manage it and sometimes I think personally you need to be a little bit selfish and if that situation's caused that, whether that intent was completely meant by that person, those people, um, is irrelevant. It's made me feel that way. So, and because I'm moving on and I don't think that, you know, we'll ever cross paths again, unintentionally, you know, it would be a case of if we were ever going to cross paths, it'd be have to be arranged. Well, that's not going to arrange because we've fallen out of that, you know, that that's a chapter in my life. I spoke a few podcasts ago about this, about how we acknowledge that people come and go in our lives, but you can have a really strong friendship with these people. I have done and I, and I, I you know, I, I do get make friends quite easily um, because I suppose, well. I just I, I like it's interest in other people's lives I suppose so it's easy for me to bond in that sort of sense uh, but at the same time I need to acknowledge that there needs to be a cutoff point and that's the bit that I never had and that's the bit at the start of this journey two years ago I never had I had a part of my life where irrelevant of what was happening so there would have been a fine line where you know we get to a point where you're like and I talk about this actually so I can, this is a way of sort of molding it together if you're putting in effort and you're not getting the same effort back. Do you remember what I said to you about that? I said, you know, then then you need to look at why. Why am I not getting that? Is there something I've done? You know, and and just ref, ref, reflect on it, basically. And that's what I mean. That was me reversing, by the way. Um, reflect on it. That's the important part. So, you know, you reflect on that situation. I reflected on that situation. I went, okay, um, do I think I've done anything wrong? Um, no, I've fallen out with this person because we've clashed. You know, it's as simple as that. And uh, unfortunately, I do have policy, et cetera, et cetera, on my side. So I have a valued, a valid argument to, to, to exit the way I want to exit. However, that's, it didn't go with his agenda. And then that did turn sour in a couple of email exchanges, basically in, uh, insinuating I was being fraudulent with my flexi time, etc., uh, etc. Et there was a couple of little bit, you, know, you could see these cities. So it did get a bit fractious. And I just went, well, that, okay, then that's fine. I acknowledge that. I, you know, I have, I've had a good friendship with him and we've worked together for two years. 
but it's just gone bitter now. So what? You know, let, let's let's you know, let's let's draw the line in the sand. I'm never going to cross paths with him. There's billions of fucking people in this world. If I'm never going to cross paths with him again. But what I used to do was go, oh, like oh, I'll add you to Facebook. I'll add you to fucking Instagram. I'll add you to fucking Snapchat if you're that fucking young <laughs> fucking not for me um whatever whatever social media you add them to linkedin you know whatever you add them to that and then you go oh we're besties and and we're friends and you acknowledge and then you do it and then you don't realize actually well this has gone sour so you you have to be an adult about this now i don't want a constant reminder of that sour situation the way it's made me feel i uh, thank you very much for the experience that we've had but let's move on and i think that's the growth i suppose the development of mental health and how I suppose the question, like I say, reverting back to the question is, you know, have I been too harsh in that analysis or the way I've dealt with that? Or is that just a perfectly practical way of dealing with it? I mean, I think for me, uh, certainly helped my mental health was like, thank you. Um, you know, but it's gone toxic. You've got your own path. You're on your own path. You know, we've helped each other, at, so, you know, get through the last two years of our life successfully. But let's move on. Let's move aside. And if it's bitter, yeah, I'm an argumentative prick. So at the end of the day, <coughs> I'm argumentative if I know I'm right. Um, and I'm also argumentative if I know I'm wrong until I fucking think I'm right. <laughs> or you think I'm right. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I'm not, not that arrogant. Um, but, but yeah, if I, if I know I'm right, and the thing is, I knew that I was right in this whole process. I knew what I had to do. And then my argument was at the time, well, you know, I, I don't want to go above and beyond for this organization anymore. You know, I'm leaving the organization because I want to go on to something different, better and be, you know, whatever, treated, hopefully treated better in that situation. Um, that's it. Done and dusted. I don't right now I'm on an exit, mate. I don't need to. There's no there's no personal gain out of this, mate. So what do I have to do? And then what I had to do was exactly what I said. And we move on. So but we're not going to talk again. So I think for me, that question sort of eliminates and bursts out there is, you know, is that a good way of doing it? You know, listening to an actual scenario right now, and I've told people to do this, this is what I do, look after the people around you. And, and in fact, actually, one of the biggest um, statements, um, and also it, I will caveat um, that one of the persons that I have removed and, and just gone, it's a chapter, um, and, and hopefully this won't sound too petty, um, this is what I mean, but I do know that there was some rumours, um, the person was mentioning to other people that I was um, autistic <laughs> and all this sort of stuff, which I think, well, number one, it's a protected characteristic, uh, and number two, it's not really appropriate to be talking about other people's mental health, especially when the person actually was a mental health advocate. Um, but yeah, there was a couple of little negative situations, and it just, you know, you just sort of think wow okay i didn't expect this this is the blind side of for me you know so it, but i think it's important to move on and and that's that's the bit there's little there is little snippets little tidbits but i didn't want to sound petty but i needed to give you a little bit of the gravity of the situation and how you deal with it and like i said to you before and something I'm a real sort of big advocate for is nurturing the right people around you. Oh, that was it in the statement. So I I read this statement and I think it's so, so, so important um, to understand this statement is, is um, surround yourself by people that speak 
kindly of your name in your absence i think there's another way of doing it but basically it's what it means is you know have people that will protect your name around you and clearly some of those people weren't protecting my name they were doing whatever they need they needed to do to get on and if they need to tarnish a name to make them look better and make a situation look better for them they're gonna do that i get that that's human nature you know i'm not fucking stupid <laughs> you know i get that but however you know i've got um i, I look i i'm fucking meticulous <laughs> with everything I do so you know um, it doesn't fucking bode me well because I know that I do everything properly because I do it properly fucking sun shines on me at this one so I think it's important that we understand that oh by the way I've got a nice little cheeky pink gin and uh, lemonade in a fucking can <laughs> it, it, my, my fucking missus went out last night to uh, with her mum and all that sort of stuff and, the, and two of the girls two of my girls the girls my girls uh, to go and watch a show and they were drinking Gordon's gin I was, and there was a couple of spares so I was like cheers easy Um, so yeah, that's and, and I think it's important to be and, and this is where I say nurture the right people around you. If you acknowledge the people around you are being toxic for whatever reason, and again, toxic is a strong word. They they have their own. We all have our own agenda, um, and and some of us go through life, and you'll be surrounded by people that will. If they can get something out of you, and, and once that thing's gone, uh, they can't get something out. And this isn't personal experience, but this is what some people do. Just another example. Um, they they'll they'll take advantage of you for as long as they can and then if it, if like i said if it's positive for them to tar tarnish your name and and move away from you especially for someone like me i think it's quite easy for me because i'm quite a um vocalized person so it's quite easy to assume that actually i'm the bad person because i can be perceived like that in fact uh, my kids always say to me you know why are you so intimidating that and i was like I'm really not, mate. I'm just fucking walking around. But obviously, with the deep voice and, and everything else, it does come across a little bit intimidating. In fact, actually, a friend of mine actually messaged me. Um, I can't remember what said. Um, I, I, I thought I might have the message. Um, and said that I was, uh, I, I'm quite intimidating. And, and I don't mean to be, actually. I'm quite easily, I'm an easygoing person. Um, but I have got a bit of a fucking loose temper, okay? I'm trying to control that shit. Um, but yeah, I had a friend. So that's like two people have said recently, you know, that I know one, you know, one of them was my family. So, you know, my daughter literally was like dad why are you so fucking intimidating and all she i mean i don't know whether the scenario was worth saying that she just sort of came down in the morning and um it was like we just having breakfast or she just brought a breakfast in and i just said does she want to fight um and she said no and i said well, i really want to punch you in the nose she said i was quite intimidating i don't see it myself i thought that was friendly banter clearly it's not clearly by the way for anyone out there thinking no that fucking it, it did happen but not like that okay it's, it's banters it's all the banters mate <laughs> jesus christ but yeah so, so it's really interesting so i think that it was like the more i think about these and and the way i dealt with it, i dealt with it for myself and i think that um it's really important that you do that like i don't look at that i don't look at any of that situation negatively i'm not being childish and going i'm just going to remove you and go eh, and then start talking badly the name whatever no it's like thank you very much but now we move on. We we just go aside. We we some toxic some negative things have happened. Let's let's move on. It's fucking nice. Let's be adults about this. Let's not be arseholes. Great experience. Fucking I want you know. I'm not going to speak badly of you, but yeah, for you and me, that, that's done. And I think it's important you do that with friendships. If you can't get through the hurdles and you've got friends around you that are just you know, stripping you and just fucking not giving back into what you're giving. So like I said, you know, I've said this hundreds of times over podcasts. If you're the person that's putting in 110% and you're going fucking max chat, you know, doing everything you can. And then you you look, you sort of look around and, and that's not happening the other way. You've got to make that 
you know, you've got to make that call. You've got to turn around and say, well, okay, well, uh, there's nothing we can do about this. So either put in the same amount and let that slide and start putting that e that effort you gained from, excuse me, pardon me. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> I was literally, I was talking and it came out of nowhere, came out of the blue, jumped up. So, um, yeah, and, and if you can't manage that, you just, and you put in less, what you then do, you will have this surplus time, this time you would have put into that situation to put somewhere else. And I think that's important is making sure that you do that. I think you just go, okay, yeah, you know, let's, let's, I can now put that time into something else. Maybe that time goes into a hobby. I don't know. That's the important things. And, and while we talk about hobbies, actually, here we go. <laughs> Literally, I was, I was a little bit, that's a good 20 minute rant there, James. Jesus Christ. I was filling out my ADHD form. Oh, by the way, I've been, um, so I've been, um, what well, this psychiatrist uh, thing referral now has all gone through, so um, I've got a psycho ADHD and autism, um, um, fucking hell, performer, psychiatric performer that I had to do. So I had to get um, my partner to fill it out, uh, that's what I said, partner, and then I had to fill out loads, all, loads like 20 questions. In fact, I'm going to tell you the little story about that before I talk about today's bit of how these forms go, okay? So Got this form through, and it's a psychiatric uh, pre-perform, um, pre-pre-assessment form, and then you have to fill it out. And then basically, you go on there, and there's like four different tabs. One tab is for your self-assessment. What another tab is for an assessment by someone you know or you've known for a long period of time, um, and you've lived with, etc. So. You know, uh, naturally, I chose my uh, my, my missus, and then uh, in the next one, blind probably would have been Kieran because he knows me just as fucking bad, just as well as my missus. Um, so it, I would have you, you know, that's the important. So I that was the next one. Then there was one after that. It said um, I can't remember what it was. There was like confirming another thing, and then there was another box for confirming something else, and you had to put in all your details. Anyway, comes to the uh, self assessment. So I went through the thingy assessment uh, with my missus. Went through that. That took about fucking half an hour because you have to say how often you do something. And then you have to put examples with a thousand words, up to a thousand words of examples that you've done. So we went through this and I was like, you know, they say uh, the assessments are um, things like, um, do you lose your keys? And like, you know, that can be anybody can lose fucking keys. But, you know, you have to explain different scenarios of when you lose your keys. Uh, do you often get sidetracked and all this sort of stuff? And it's like, you know, I had to use an example that, you know, I might be doing a job somewhere in the garden and then I'll look at the grass and I'll be starting to cut the grass and then I'll be doing, you know, it's just like that. It's just like that. trying to explain in examples of how your brain thinks. So I did this for like half an hour, and by the time I'm getting fucking threaders now, because I'm like hearing stuff, and I'm like, no, that's not how that fucking situation happened. <laughs> so I'm there. That's turned into a fucking blindside argument. And then I came out, and I just sat in a man cave, and I was doing this, this self-assessment, assessment, and it was like triple the one that we did before. So I got like quarter of the way down these questions, and I'm like, but it doesn't just ask that, it asks for childhood examples. So I have to, I had to put in about, I put in about things like my suspension, how I was um, internally suspended, externally suspended uh, for fighting, calling the teacher a fucking idiot. Um, I called her something else, actually. I did drop, I did call her the FNC. So um, I did drop the C bomb on her. Um, so yeah, no, there was like examples of what, you know, where, so I had to give all these examples anyway. I got to about quarter of the way through and I got to the point where I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. I, I physically, I couldn't keep doing it. I was like, is this form designed to be so long so that when you do get through to the end of it, that you prove, yeah, well, the guy never got to, never even got to the fucking end. I was like, is that what they want? They don't want me to complete this. 
because there's they, they they don't want me to complete this if they've got this fucking form this long asking for this much information. I am fucking threaders of this already. So I was like, well, it can't be that then. So what I did was I went to the like the first four boxes and I just fucking wrote down like about 200 examples of everything. <laughs> I just went, yeah, this, 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 this. I just filled it with stuff I do, stuff I've done, you know, this, this, the you know, little things I was talking about. And I just fucking filled it out. And then I got to the boxes because you had to complete them before you could move on. So you couldn't even 100% it without putting something in the box. So I just put as above, 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 all the way down. I was like, I've done my bit. Okay. And then I put at the bottom, I was like, there's no way that I can complete this this form. <laughs> so I literally was like, I just fucking put submit. I was like, no, I don't fucking care. This is fucking bonkers, mate. This is a massive. So yes, I don't know about that form positives are i've got assessments coming out of my ears i'm finally getting support I, I fucking can't wait i can't wait to get down this little journey and, and hopefully get the help that um i need so i can start enjoying fucking society as they say but yeah anyway i'm going to break into a little bit of escaping what does he mean by escapism this is what i wrote so and it's interesting because I, I spoke it's only because basically i touched base uh, I, I spoke a little bit in the podcast last week um, about um, you know going uh, how some of us uh, escape escape reality you know we try to escape reality men do it I think in um, in ways like um, that you know gaming and or they go to the pub they'll be drinking excessively um, you know whatever it may be you know drinking um, fucking gaming you know all sorts of little things that we end up doing gambling and, and it's interesting how we we do we put ourselves into these situations to, to escape reality because sometimes the reality is overwhelming we're not we're not wired for so you know that i don't think fucking most human beings are wired for today's society to be honest and the way it goes it's very fast paced um but i think it's just kind of like i said this is this is the mental health side so for, for, for men and i think that men don't deal with it um with each other they don't talk about it and that's the bit where we what so what we tend to do is because we don't talk about it we tend to escape into our worlds and and by worlds i mean you get into like gaming and, and gaming for me was a massive escapism for, for absolute years i could put my headphones on you know noise cancelling headphones on stare at a fucking screen and uh, and just and just shut that shut away life play games chat with fucking everyone that you're chatting to is is like is you know it thinks exactly the same as you because you're playing the exact same fucking game doing the exact same things and i built up some fucking wits some weirdly fucking amazing and fun uh friendships i knew americans for for like two three years of playing games and i really did escape into the world and it was in my it was in my mainly i think my sort of late 20s um, I think it was no, was it late twenties? No, it was about mid twenties actually. Twenty, it was just after um, we'd had sort of a couple of kids, and I just went into this. My mate brought me into this gaming world and said, you know, you need to try this, mate. And I and I remember texting him one day and said, you know, fucking, what games do you recommend, mate? And he was like, you know, oh, I recommend Battlefield. And I was like, okay. So I got stuck into Battlefield, and I was like, fucking hell, here we go. And then I went and bought like a two and a half grand PC and I just got completely and utterly. It was the best escapism from life. I, but I but to the point where I immersed myself into it and, and I to the point where and this is <clears throat> this is a bit of a geeky achievement, but I got like number three in the world in a helicopter, um, <laughs> which is uh, number three attack helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> for doing scrims and all this sort of stuff so um there'll be gamers out there be like, oh fucking hell that was pretty smart mate you know but then there'll be a lot of people going what the fuck mate get a life i get it but it was escapism for me 
It was an enjoyment. I could put my headphones on, I could stare at a screen, and I could talk to like-minded people about the same thing because we were playing the same games. We were, you know, we had our own sort of tactical fun you know it was just brilliant you 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 shut away and i know that there's a lot of men out there that do this they get they get suckered into things and they and we do we do it and and i so i wrote down this little bit and a big and, and sort of it's not a negative or a positive because sometimes it is it is a positive to escape into a world because we need that space we need something to give us hope um, so I'm not saying this is going to be a negative, but I'm just going to give you a little bit of uh, an emphasis point on why we do it and maybe to watch out. Are you doing it with a little caveat on why I think that? So it's kind of like a, a real full circle. The full circles come back. So I put down and I wrote this down. And the reason I write this down, because obviously I want to share this, share this with you. So I put, be careful what you plow your free time into. Sometimes you're escaping the reality and not facing the challenges that will actually positively impact your life drinking gaming gambling can steal time you should be using to make the right changes to bring a better future that's what i wrote down what do i mean by that well it's i think it's important to have escapism i think it's you know escapism comes in so many different forms we need escapism as human beings we absolutely do um, escapism is what gives us purpose through the week we have to get through these mundane monday to fridays or you know five days a week whatever your you know whatever your shift pattern is but you have to do the mundane things to be able to get the escapism the escapism really is just a way of enjoying the little time you get because you have to plow so much time into an organization so realistically <clears throat> we're all modern day slaves that's the easiest way to interpret it we all have to do a certain amount of hours a week you know for a certain company we don't know what the fucking end goal is we're just here to do this and then what we do is we escape at the weekends we escape or, or our days off um if you you know if you get them some people don't get them i get that i get that but this isn't about that what this is about is about the fact that we sometimes that escapism is needed. We need it to get through life. If we don't have escapism, we don't have something that in, that we need to, that we enjoy, then life just gets worse. So I understand that. I get that. That's the important bit here. We need escapism because reality is a fucking harsh place. Let's be honest. Unless you're rich and wealthy, you know, you've been born into it as well, so you didn't have to even fucking work for it. If you're one of those, then life really, you know, is is a pretty fucking tough place to be. You've got to continuously do the right things to get to get advancement in life. You have to invest in yourself. You have to want to give yourself goals. You have to give yourself purpose. You have to say to yourself, "I'm going to leave this job in 6 months. I've had enough of it." What do I need to do to, to leave this job and then work towards it? You know, or oh, this relationship's fucking horrendous. I'm going to work on it. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to be open and honest and move on from it. All of these little scenarios that we deal with on a daily basis, friendships, another one. Right, I'm going to pump some money into, not money, I'm going to pump some time into this and see if I get the same thing back. If I get ignored and nothing comes back, then it's dead. Cut it in the water, move on. You know, that's what it, that, and that's the important bit. Otherwise, what you do is you'll get wrapped up in all of that negativity of having that toxic job, toxic relationship, toxic friendship. You've got those three pillars and they're all toxic. They're all fucking slimy and horrible. Then you're going to fucking, you're never going to get up to the next step because your step's covered in that slime. That's the easiest way to metaphor this is if you imagine life as a building block 
and in, in the building block to success what is success again everyone has a different interpretation of success so it doesn't matter that in it, success for some people can be infinity i know i i imagine that i you know elon musk's uh, level of success is going to be far-fetched because he's he's done so much so he's going to be reaching for the fucking stars quite literally to get his success whereas us some people success is getting out of bed there's such big the, the spectrum between um people's um, definition of success is so big it, i don't think it's possible to be measured it all depends we're all individuals we're all a fingerprint remember that so i think it's important to talk about that i think it's important to understand that um you know this is where we instill certain things into life. This is where we instill goals. This is where we instill the positivity to give us something to work for as an individual. Your journey should be unique to you. It should be about you. It, you should be the one that's getting satisfaction out of your journey. If your escapism is, like I've had many escapisms in my life, if my, my I had an escapism where I was, you know, I wanted to try wakeboarding. I tried wakeboarding, I fucking loved it. And then the I did spent the first year trying it, and then the second year I was like, I'm going to do a backflip this year. I did a backflip, that was it. That was my escapism done, fucking move on, you know? And again, that's the problem with, I suppose, the other mental health side of things is, you know, I lose interest in hobbies and things like that. Two years is quite a long time for me, so commendable for that one. But I think it's important to understand that escapism is needed. But we need to manage that escapism. Because sometimes our escapism, and this is where I brief, briefly talking about the, the, other, the other little sentence there, our escapism can actually steal our time. So noting that, let's be honest, if your escapism is, uh, is a hobby where it's running, where it's... Um, I mean, there's, there's, you know, whatever it may be, swimming, uh, gaming, fucking gambling, whatever, you know, going out partying, whatever, all of those, if that's your escapism, I can guarantee that most of those escapisms will not be giving you something positive for the future in terms of success or helping you to succeed. So if you, if you make sure that when you do that, your escapism is an enjoyable in, at an enjoyable phase, but don't put off certain things that are going to help you for your future, is what I'm trying to say there. So what I'm trying to say is, if you need to do a course to advance into your career, and sometimes that may be a one-week course, then put your escapism aside for one week. Prime example for that for me is every Wednesday, I meet up with my dad and my best friend, uh, we go to the fucking we go to the dunk the the local working man's club because they're rare as rocking or shit the unicorn of pubs is the working man club but i fucking love it free pool on a fucking pool table that's got fucking more stains than fucking uh sticky vicky has on a friday night at two dollar fucking party so that's just that's a level of stains you know but but hey it's free the pints are a good price it's always warm or it's always cool in the, in the summer, it's always warm in the winter, and everybody's, it's a great atmosphere, it's all working men in there, it's a working man's club, you know, and I enjoy it, so that's my escapism on a Wednesday, I have a cheeky pint, job done, it's nice, I get to chat with my dad, I get to chat with my best friend, we just fucking put the worlds to right, rip the shit out of each other, bit of pool, bit of darts, it's enjoyable, I love it actually, so that's my escapism, but last week I was on a course, so during the course I just said, I, there's no way in the world I can I can we normally meet up at six o'clock no way in the world that I can do this course normally I finish at seven o'clock I need to do this homework I could put the homework off for one night and blag it the next day but why 
my escapism is there for a reason. However, the escapism this week would have hindered my future. It could have potentially made it so when I got to the exam on Friday that, that I didn't put enough effort in on that one day and that question set we needed to, to do in the evening. And maybe there's questions that come up that, and I was like, oh, fuck, I could have paid attention for that. So it's important that that escapism is there. It needs to be there. Because it helps me. It helps me positively get through my week. It breaks my week up. It gives me a place to go and have a bit of fun, relax, chat, get out of the routine of house, life, and just people around you that, you know, just breaking it up, different conversations. So it's important to do that. It's only a couple of hours. It's, it's, it's Honestly, it's golden. But it's important that I know that the course was really important for my future. So I needed to pass this course. Because I wanted to get it, I wanted to get it wrapped up, and I wanted to understand it in its entirety. And it's always nice to have a lovely at that level when you're when you're at the level five, six, and sevens um, of education. And that's not an arrogant way, but when I say when you get there, you really want to retain those certificates because they are big achievements. Um, a lot of people that I know at the moment that they then they're, they've done they're doing the health and safety degree but they've not actually physically done it and i'm going to go like i'm sort of i get frustrated because i'm like that's a really like honestly that's a really good course it's a, it's a degree gives you a degree that's like quite big you know when you start getting into the realms of the senior leadership side of things it really bolsters you your knowledge your experience so utilize it properly but but some people don't and i get that that's fine they don't want to invest in their future that's up to them so for me, when you get to that level, I, I really wanted to understand. I really wanted to have a positive week educationally. I thought one week aside, it's fine. And everybody, the, the messages from my dad and my, um, my bestie fucking came back in. Bosh, don't worry, mate. Smash the course, fucking homework on it. And it, the banter fl- was flying in the WhatsApp. It was brilliant. So we still got a bit of banter. We still had a bit of a chat. And, you know, we, got, we, we were able to move forward with it. So I put the effort in, had the exams on Fridays, hopefully, fingers crossed, Smashed it, passed it. Um, that was passed it. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> Two seconds, I'll take a sip. Got a, the old the old Sahara Desert throat. I'm proud of myself for doing this, to be fair, this long, because uh, I've, it's been a long day. My eyes are like, honestly, they're like, um, what's his name? Tom and Jerry. When Tom was going around and he, you know, he had the fucking eye, proper proper things. He had the, the matchsticks holding him up. That's what I'm like. I'm like, oh, it's been a long day. But yeah, I think it's, so if, escapism's important. It is invaluable, actually, because it helps you, because hopefully that escapism is positive. If you immerse yourself into the gaming world, of course it's going to be positive. It's going to come with a, its realms of fun and experiences. It's going to, in fact, actually gaming is massively, massively important to mental health because actually fires the triggers off and everything. It gets your brain working really, really actively. So it's actually a good thing. Um, but again, moderation, moderation. Everything in moderation is good, honestly. So depending on what that escapism is acknowledging that it's not always going to benefit your future so make sure that if that escapism is there that you give enough time for that but also given enough time for self-reflection self-importance self-navigation self-growth all of these things you need to be investing in yourself self-investment is the biggest key here invest in yourself for a success, for, give yourself that goal. Why am I going to be? What, what am I doing this for? Am I going to do this course? I could have said last week. What's that course going to benefit me? Benefit me for? Because there's people out there who do. You know, I did it about three or three and a half years ago. 
I went and did every fucking course I can imagine. I spent £600 on, like, fucking about 100 one-day courses. Like, one-day, two-day courses. I was like, bah, 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 just literally smashing the shit out of them. Just because I did a, I did a couple of qualifications through the, through the um, this knowledge academy and all sorts, and that's what I thought it was. I was like, oh, I need to show people certificates. I'm doing all this. This is fucking amazing. Look at this. No, it doesn't because no, it's all it's all over the fucking place. They look at it and go, "You've just done a load of courses, buddy. You're fucking batshit crazy. What are you actually doing? Are those courses going to be pertinent to your future? Well, that's the avenue you need to go down." And if you want something, go get it. Do the course and go and get it. Or whatever you need to do. Shadow people, get experience, get an apprenticeship, whatever you need to do. Volunteer, get that experience to help your future. So make sure that your escapism doesn't steal that time away. You need to invest in yourself. So many times, I mean, when I when I cast my mind back to, I suppose the longer days, if we will call them. And I... And I, I, I I could have invested so much sooner in my life and in me. I could have invested so much sooner if I'd have spoken up, if I'd have allowed people to know that I was struggling, if I'd have allowed myself to know I was struggling. If I'd have done all those, I could have invested in a lot sooner. I may have been a lot further than I thought, but I've sat for the last 20 years in this ball of depression, manic depression, going around in fucking circles battling my own fucking demons and then coming in and dealing with other demons that you you have to face all the time with families uh, and friends and, and and life can be quite a difficult place but if i'd have stopped and done these things and, and put myself in check if i'd have said right are those people around me actually valued in my future do they do they actually care about me because i and, and trust me i still make those mistakes now i think people that care about me genuinely do i i have i suppose that good heart that i think well there must be some kindness in there you're always you know you're not always right with that you don't always make the best judgment but what you try to do is the right thing at the right time because there's no set plan in life there's no one to tell you when to go and do this there's no one to tell you what you're going to enjoy you need to try different things to see what you enjoy that's the that's that's the fun of going through life positively is is trying new things doing new things and experiencing new things and if you enjoy that thing that escapism then becomes another massive amount of fun and then what you start to do is you start to and this is the 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 enjoyment aspect of the escapism when you once you focus on that self-investment, you get yourself into a role and, you know, a job or, or somewhere that's, that helps you become financially stable because, you know, society does rely on you being a little bit financially stable. When you get into that situation, you feel confident in your role. The role becomes not easy, but it becomes where it should be. You're not learning. If you keep going, if you're having to fucking go in every day and face that job like it's a fucking challenge every single day, then you're not learning something. Something's not clicked. Maybe you're not right for that job. Maybe you need more training, whatever it may be, because you should be going in to enjoy your job. There should be an element of experience that you come and pick up. And and we're human beings, so there's a lot of common themes, a common agendas in life. And and it's it's very easy. I think the easiest way to interpret it, because I love safety, come on, James, bore it up. Um, I think because for me... It, 
everything we're humans we do the same things it's like oh what's coming up um, next month um james oh it's a ski trip okay then so just look out for near misses um on broken on broken legs and all this sort of you look for the same things you know slip strips and falls we're humans we do the same things repetitively you know it's it, every now and then we'll get a spanner in the works and someone will go and lick something that they shouldn't do and you go fucking hell like we had that little fucking little epidemic of uh, children thinking that let's put tie pods in our mouth and and fucking because they look fun because they're all colourful and shit. Well, no, but it's a, it's a fucking detergent. And then went through this generational thing where they thought that that was funny. Let's put detergent in our mouth and wonder why we'd nearly die. So yeah, every now and then we get a chucked a curveball. There's something coming through, but we get that with every generation, you know. I mean, and, and again, I can revert this straight back to his, my job now. As bestos in the '80s, best thing since sliced fucking bread, mate. I mean, in the Wizard of Oz, if you if you, and this is a little a little tidbit for you here. This is a little fucking a little bingo hall or a what are they a pub quiz. Um, the the snow in um in fucking Wizard of Oz, the the snow scene where they were chucking that white snow in the air, that is pure asbestos. Pure asbestos, that is. Um, so, yeah, fucking, we thought it was that good, we were going to fucking bathe in it. Yeah, now, we literally go anywhere near it, and fucking people are fucking almost dead. Like, fucking, you dickhead. So, yeah, we, you know, every generation comes with these new challenges. We try new things, so I understand that. But anyway, escapism. It's important to have the right things. It's important to have something to focus on. So when you become, you know, confident in your job, that's the word I'm looking for, James. When you become confident, not easy, confident in your job, you can sit there then and you can do what the Australians already do now. You can work to live. Yeah, work to live. So you work to live, have a good time, have experiences. And that's when you see the Australians, they go, no, mate, we fucking work to live down here. That was a that was a shocking Australian accent. Sorry, I get stuck in it. <laughs> Dickhead. It made everyone cringe. Good. Um, but yeah, so it's it's sat there, and they you know they're, they're, that's what they do. They they go out and they enjoy the sun and the weekends and everything else. We don't do that as Brits. We go. We we live to work. So what we tend to do is we tend to get sucking into these real negative escapisms where we get fucking balled into I'm going to drink or I'm going to fucking do drugs or I'm going to go out partying or, you know, whatever it may be, gambling, you know, gaming. You know, we do these things where basically what we do is we work Monday. This is what most Brits do. We work Monday to fucking Friday. We put in shitloads of hours. And then we get to the weekend and we go, I don't want to sleep because I want to enjoy as much time as I can because Monday to Friday is fucking horrendous. So you, you, you get to Sunday and you wonder why you're completely and utterly bollocksed. And then you go, I'm dreading tomorrow. And you do that. And we do this every time. So we get in, or we get to the point where we go back at night and we've had a really shit day. So we think, oh, I'm going to escape into my fucking, you know, into my into my head and my world, my gaming, my gambling, my drinking, whatever it may be. What we need to do is revert that back round. And is is that naturally what we And some people may want that as an escapism. I get it. And they may like that that form. We're all, you know, if you can live like that, fucking crack on. That may be your success. But then that would revert back to that's your success. So you've hit your success level. So that's done. You don't need to. There's no stress for you. You That's your escapism. You, that's your job. That's you. You're good to go. If you're happy at that level, brilliant. If you're not happy at that level, and this is the importance, this is all bolstered, and this is all underpinned by the fact that we're talking about mental health. 
So if you're listening to this, you're talking about the fact that you're not happy in your role. You're not happy in your relationship. You're not happy in those friendships or whatever it may be. So we need to make sure that we don't dive into these escapisms and not work on ourselves. Because maybe we might be diving into that escapism. What's that negative of that escapism? If you're doing that and you're, you know, staying up fucking all hours. I know this because I've done it. And playing um, playing computer games. Well, I'm putting on weight. I'm now becoming, you know, my, my muscles aren't firing as quick as they should be. I'm not as strong as I should be. I'm not as, um, you know, I'm not as sort of... My body isn't working as efficiently as it should be. I'm getting colds all the time. I, this is all stuff that happened to me when I was gaming because I just used to shut myself away, eat fucking stupid hours of the fucking day. I'd ram down my tea while my fucking computer was loading because I was fully imbe- embedded in this gaming world. And then you, 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 then you start living... And you see this where they've brought out sugar-free drinks to give people the high from caffeine drinks so like monster and energy and all that sort of stuff because people are doing that for gaming and they're just chugging these fucking things down and wondering why they're fired and wired and we've got fucking fucking people with schizophrenia running around because they're just they're, they're living off of you know batshit crazy fucking monster drinks energy drinks red bull fucking plowing into um you know computer games and stuff so it's it's yeah it's batshit crazy isn't it it's it's i think that's the importance we're trying to understand here is um the escapism there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with a bit of escapism but everything's in moderation so we make sure that we're not making ourselves morbidly obese we make sure that we're giving ourselves the best chance because at the end of the day if you're sat there gaming or gambling or just not getting out and not doing a lot of things drinking all the time down the pub and not you know getting the general exercise the healthy eating etc and you've got that lifestyle you're going to make your lifestyle even shorter anyway. You're going to end up putting your strain, your heart under loads of strain, you know, your, your arteries under loads of strain. And that's the medical side of things as well, which doesn't help. And all of this doesn't help your mental health. Your mental health's not going to fucking recover if you're not getting out amongst nature, if you're not getting in, in getting that those endorphin rushes from, um, from, from, from exercise. How many times do we see people that say, go to the gym? It's not about going to the gym to do go there. I've got to fucking do a marathon. You don't have to walk in the gym and go, I need to do a marathon. You don't need to do that. Look at the positives of what the gym brings to you. If you've got mental health problems, what does a gym bring to you? It brings a lot. It brings socializing. It's, it's, it brings um, endorphins. It brings adrenaline. Because you're watching, you know, there's, 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 it's just a real big, it's just a fun zone to be in. And that's what that's what helps your your mental health side of things when you go to these activities and you do these classes or you do your escapism. It all comes with positives and the gym. It comes with, you know, I wonder what that was. Um, it, it comes with um, all the endorphins and everything, socialising. So you come back and you've had a social. Uh, you know, your brain is filled with fun. And you get the same when you go out for a walk. Why do you get that? Because you're amongst nature. You're taking in different smells. You're taking in the environment, the different conditions, the water on your face, which is filled with natural minerals. You know, you're getting the natural Earth's energy without sounding like a fucking geek. Um, You know, you're getting all of that naturally, though. And these are all important markers to help us with our mental health. It's so important that we do this. It really, really is. And I don't do it enough. I know I don't. And and that's when I sit there and I'm shouting at myself, like, why are you like this, James? And I reflect and go, well, you haven't been out today. You haven't done that. You haven't done that. You've not drunk fucking hardly any water. 
you know, all these things, all these steps, I check them off and go, well, that's my basics. I mean, that's 101. You know, you know that you should go out and try and get at least half an hour exercise a day. They tell you to do that. You should be getting at least two litres of water a day. You should be trying to get, with that exercise, try and incorporate that exercise with being outside. All of these things they tell us to do, eat our vegetables, eat our greens, take our vitamins. We have to do these things. But so many of us don't, and we just wonder why our fucking mental health's in a crippling state. And we go, well, it's because I'm not doing any of that. I'm not doing any, I'm getting rest. And I said this in my last podcast, didn't I? I said, you know, yeah, I'm getting fucking, I'm getting sleep. That's what I am getting. Because that's what we have to get. That's our basic function as a human being is we need to rest. And if your mind is battering around like an absolute looney tune, and you're not giving yourself your body that energy, making yourself... I mean, in fact, prime example. I'll give him a little shout-out today. Uh, my man, Nelster, today. Um, you can see the change in him. He's gone out and done exercise. He's, got, he's losing weight. He's feeling confident. And that's a and that's, he's feeling confident because he's, he's got energy. He's getting up in the morning. He's, he's getting out and about. He's getting it forward. He's, he's taken on new roles to bring more, more money into the house. All of these, all positives, engagements. Yes, he does every day. I, you know, every time I sort of see one of his posts, I go, "Fucking hell, mate! Fair play to you." But he's he's putting the work in, and he's feeling the benefits for it now. And it's that's the that's the the, the positive there is that he's putting the work in, and now he's feeling the benefits. And we can all do that. We all have to do that, or we'll just sit there and we'll just, well, we'll fade away. That's the crux of it. You'll fade away. You're just that. There's. You're not going to provide anything if you want to exist on this planet to just exist, and not, you know. And I don't mean you need to go out there and make a mark because some people get fixated on. Or uh, I need to leave a legacy. You don't need to leave a legacy. You just need to enjoy your time. You just need to do the fun things in life. You need to be able to go and socialize. You need to be able to go out and get out and about. You need to go and get that job that you want to get. Get that relationship you want to get without being a stalker or some sort of crazy bastard. Calm down. But it's really important you do the things positively in your life. I'm going to finish there um, on, the, on that nutshell, on that little bombshell, that little wang dang dang um, I'm going to finish there because I'm shattered. I'm absolutely shattered. Um, so, yeah, just be conscious. Work on your escapisms. Make sure that they're done in moderation. Everything's in moderation. You can have alcohol, but moderation. You know, you can have, well, you know, you can have good food, but moderation. You can have fast food. Moderation. Exercise is moderation. You know, again, we're looking at the positives forward. You know, chucking it forward. You don't have to exacerbate your, your um you know your uh, your run. You know you don't have to go out and do a run. You can go out and do a fucking jog. You can even go out and do a walk. Okay, there's no, you don't need to go. Oh God, I'm not going to do this unless I like, like literally run at four hundred miles an hour. I'm not going to lose this weight. No, you can lose this weight, mate. Just little and often. Get out half an hour a day. And these are all changed learned habits. Okay, these are all learned habits. Remember that learned habit thing. I cast my mind back to that three months. Do it for three months. Let it win. Let you see it winning. So many of us in this fucking world at the moment are so impatient. It's bad enough that I'm one of them. <laughs> so it's like, but we're so impatient. I say to my daughter, she's like, oh, my skin's really bad on like Monday. And I'll be like, oh, okay, darling, um, what do you need? And she'll be like, so I did a lot of research for her uh, on skin. So I went and bought this um, nip and fab, I think it is. It's, it seems to be the best stuff. The, the positives are we can jump a quick step here. It worked. My, my, um, you know, my research worked on this nip and fab for a, for a skin condition. Um, anyway, go reverse quickly back. So she kept saying to me, she goes, I was like, you just, but 
I'll get this, but you need to give it a couple of weeks. It's got to, you've got to let the pH balance in your face settle and all this sort of stuff. She looked at me and went, a couple of weeks. But I, I need it by Thursday, mate. And I'm like, oh, do you? Okay, well, what do you want me to do if it's not done by Thursday? She's like, well, well that, I want you to tell me it is. And I'm like, no, that's not going to fucking happen. Okay, I can't, you need to do this for at least two weeks. That's what I'm telling you. Okay, there's nothing I can do on Monday right now. You're telling me there's nothing I can do for you before Friday for your breakouts. Okay, I can't help that. Fucking suck out a buttercup. All right, concealer it. All right, I've seen some fucking right fucking weirdos on TikTok that can make themselves look fucking hot and make me question. Okay, so yeah. Fucking if they can do it, get on it. All right, put putty on and whatever you got to do. I've seen, I've seen Chinese, they put, I've seen them put fucking tape so they can tape their face into different shapes. Do that. Do that. Fucking work on it. If not, fucking nothing I can do. So, yeah, but it's important. We get very impatient, don't we? We get fucking impatient. It's vile. I hate it. And I'm impatient because we get, everything's tomorrow. You know, we fucking, what do you mean? We go down shopping now and I'm like, in fact, actually, a little, little snippet. Oh, so I went into this guy and I parked in town and I was uh, on thing and I needed a bike cover because I, my bike cover, I haven't got a bike cover for my bike. Um, so, I dived into this motor shop and, and I said to him, can I, can I get a bike cover, mate? If you haven't got a bike cover, have you? Because I thought, I'll, I'll pay the service because, you know, it's going to be probably a little bit more expensive than getting it on Amazon, but I've got it right here and now. It's going to rain tonight, so it'll cover the fucking bike. Job done. And he went, nah, mate. And he looked over at his little bike store and he went, do you know what? We're having fucking loads of trouble um, getting older than them. They're really fucking hard to get older. And I was like, oh, okay, mate. Um no worries. And then as you stood there, I went, oh, it's okay, mate. I've got Amazon. They've got me a choice of 20 here for 15 quid delivered tomorrow. Thanks, mate. Cheers. <laughs> no wonder. All right. No wonder you're fucking going out of the high street, buddy. All right. You're not stocking a little bit of something. All right. Again, you know, that's why we're here. But let the big, let the big guys win. <laughs> but it's, um, so it's important that we, we acknowledge we're very impatient, aren't we? And we do because we're spoiled. We're spoiled. Everything's on demand. You know, everything's there when you want it. Everything's software. It's all fucking bosh, 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 click, 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 download, got it. You know, pay, got it. Yeah, got Everything's quick, isn't it? It's quick. But the reality is things aren't quick with the things that matter. Remember that. The things that matter don't happen quickly. You won't lose that weight in fucking two weeks. You won't fucking, you know, you won't save that money in two weeks. You won't lose that spot in two days. You know, all these things, they won't happen. It's just not, you know, you can be spoilt by the thing, the electronic things in our life and deliveries, etc. You can be spoiled by them. Fucking absolutely, yeah. But you can't be you can't be spoilt by the mental health journey. That takes time. I've been working on mine for three years and I'm fucking nowhere near. You know, and that's not I, I don't mean nowhere near in a scary fact, but what I mean is I've still got things I need to click into place. I've still got little things I need to manage. There's things I need to work on. There's still myself I need to work on. I'm still managing life. I'm still trying to find my feet and I'm 42. That's what I'm saying. Every day is precious. Every day is important. Make sure you're working positively every day for something in the future for yourself. If not, if it might be tomorrow, whatever it may be. It might be the weekend. I'm going to work towards having a good weekend. I'm going to go out and do bloody surfing this weekend. Fucking yeah, let's do, let's do it. So work, work, work for the positives of yourself. But when I say work, I don't mean work for the man. I mean work for you. Work for you. You're the person that matters in this world. It's like when I said this to my boss the other day. I said to him, 
he, he said, uh, you know, you need to do this, 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 and this. And I said, uh, with, a, with all due respect, mate, um, you know, you're not my priority now, mate. I'll do what I have to do to move on, but you're not my priority. My priority now is me and my family and my new job. So you are fucking done dusted, mate. I, I will give you the minimum of what you need from me for me to move on successfully. I've, you've, you've had two years work out of me. That's it. That's what you've had. Don't ask for more, okay? <laughs> you know, this isn't the fucking... This isn't me, boy. More, please, sir. I'll fucking slap you. <laughs> I'll fucking give you a backhander. Anyway, shut up, James. Stop talking. I hope you have an amazing positive week ahead of you. And, um, yeah, smash out the bag, people, all right? Look at the positivity. Spread the love and the positivity. Think about your friends. Think about your loved ones. You know, reflect on yourself. Are you, you know, when you walk in on Monday morning... You know, is everything, have a little reflection. Is this where I want to be? Am I happy? Yes, I am. Is there anything I can work on? Anything I need to help myself with? Ooh, I reckon I'm, that's got, you know, work, have a look. Always reflecting, always reflecting. Okay, because it's, it's for the positives of you. This is all about you. If you reflect on all of these things and you aim and work positively and invest in yourself, you'll see things. Things will come to fruition. Move aside the shit that doesn't matter. Okay, if someone wants you to do something, look at them and go, is that going to benefit me? Do I need to do it? No, fuck off then, mate. See you later, boy. <laughs> you know, obviously help people out. Don't be a wanker. But, um, yeah, but look after your mental health. All right, take care, everyone. I'll speak to you soon. Love you.